There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, October 24th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Letters, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about AI and whether we think it'll take our jobs. Rob has tried out a buzzy new AI writing tool, and we're going to discuss how he liked it, how it worked, and what it means for the future of writing and how all these AI tools coming out might fit into people's lives in the not-so-distant future. But before we get into all that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the business and tech world. Let's get cracked back. All right, first things first. Through Saturday... Dwayne The Rock Johnson's new DC superhero film, Black Adam, scooped up $67 million in its U.S. box office opening and $140 million globally. From what I'm seeing from the reviews, the action was rock solid, (laughs) pun intended. Nailed it. But the dialogue was so horrendous that I saw one review calling it possibly the worst movie ever. Still, (laughs) I think the numbers speak for themselves. Nice job here for The Rock. Are you going to see this? I don't know. I, I probably will not see this, but I feel like veering towards the worst movie ever can actually be good. Yeah, people want to see the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be a selling point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving along. Even in the face of high inflation, U.S. consumers are spending their money more and more. On Friday, American Express reported stronger than expected growth in its business, saying overall customer spending was 21% higher in Q3 year over year, and that its travel and entertainment segment saw spending climb 57% from a year ago, with volumes in its international markets surpassing pre-pandemic levels for the first time. Wow. All right, moving along. Interpol has launched the world's first metaverse for law enforcement, which lets users tour a virtual replica of Interpol headquarters, interact with other officers, or take some immersive training courses. I think more than a real use case for the tech this project appears to be some, you know, a promotion almost for for Interpol's work. Totally. They're getting in on the they're getting in on the action. It's kind of interesting. I would actually check out their headquarters just to see what it's like. Yes. Also, researchers from New York University's Cybersecurity for Democracy team ran an experiment in which they purposefully submitted 20 ads with election misinformation to social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. Apparently, while YouTube blocked all of these ads from being posted, Facebook approved a bunch and TikTok approved 90% of them. So clearly, this is a super small sample size for, you know, a study like this, an experiment like this. And both Facebook and TikTok have entire divisions focused on these issues. But as this shows, it's not a perfect setup that they have going. And you just don't like to see this heading into midterm season. Amazon has discontinued Glow, which is its $300 projection touchscreen video chat device for kids. You just project something onto a tabletop and you can play around with it. Pretty cool, but they're shutting it down. They'll shut down support on December 31st. Owners will get a refund and are encouraged to recycle it. 
And lastly, Taylor Swift's Midnight's broke Spotify's record for most streamed album in a single day, bypassing Bad Bunny's 183 million first day streams for Un Verano Sin Ti. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it also Midnight's and Taylor Swift broke her own record for a number of swear words in a Taylor Swift album by far, by long shot. Double, right? Almost 40 swear words, yeah. Rob, you tried out this new AI app to help writers basically get unstuck when they hit a bout of writer's block. What is the deal with this app? And then let's talk about, you know, what it means big picture. Totally. Okay, so this app is called Lex. And basically what it is, like the simplest way to explain it, it basically is like Google Docs, but with GPT-3, which is an AI language model built into it. And so it's, it was created by this guy, Nathan Bashes, who is a fellow writer, and he's also an engineer. He's a coder. I think he was an early employee at Substack, so he's definitely been around kind of the writing game for a while. Um, along with writing, he co-founded Every, which is a collection of business-focused newsletters. Mm. So this app is, I think, really kind of scratching his own itch, and it turned out that he kind of built something that I think a lot of people are really liking. But basically, the money feature of this app is after you've written a few lines in this Word document, mm -hmm. you can click three plus signs in a row, and GPT-3 will suggest what you write next. So it'll populate the document with like a few different suggestions for where you could go with whatever you're writing. Just like normal sentences, even. Exactly. Wow. And the crazy thing is, it's really good. Like the recommendations are really, really good. And even if you don't use them, it's the type of thing where it can at least kind of like set you in the direction that you want to go. It's right. really, really interesting. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect before trying it and got in there and was kind of blown away by by what it could do. And I think that the interesting thing, like if you if you talk to Nathan about it or see what he wrote about it, a lot of people have kind of focused on GPT-3 kind of writing these entire pieces or articles, right? And like being able to tell, was this a human or was this AI? Mm -hmm. And his whole thing is like, no, like it's it's not about like AI writing everything itself. It's about AI kind of helping humans do better work. And I think this is definitely a step in that direction. And, and it's it's really kind of like a remarkable experience to play around with it. Right. Are there any kind of like drawbacks to this? Does it work perfectly, imperfectly? First, Lex only works in English for now, though Bashes says he's working on adding more languages. Second, GPT-3 isn't perfect. So sometimes the suggestions aren't quite on target. But overall, the app seems like a major step forward in using AI to assist with writing. and. If you like, kind of want to get a sense for how this app works, the last few things that I said answering Jacob's question were written by Lex using AI. <laughs> that's why it sounded a little, <laughs> a little weird. Yeah, that's why it sounded a little <laughs> bit broken over. Um, it, it reads better if you read it in text. But yeah, oh, the spoken words, it sounds a little bit awkward. But, but it made sense, which, it is, made sense. which is pretty yeah. cool. Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think looking at this tool... A few thoughts come to mind. I think first, we're still obviously very much in the early days of these tools, mm -hmm. but not even in my mind, not even as much in terms of the technology. What I think people still don't have a great idea of is how they're going to fit into people's lives and work 
and how people will will use them. A hundred percent. So first thing that I saw about Lex was this demo video that Nathan did of himself using it. And he kind of set it up like talking about where he saw it fitting in. And this guy's a writer. He writes every day. Reminds me a lot of us. You know, we write the newsletter. We're writing every day. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about how, you know, I'm writing this piece. He's writing this piece about position, like product positioning. And he got he got stuck, basically. And he's like, now, usually what I would do is, you know, open up Twitter or like go into Mm -hmm. the next room and like distract myself or, you know, find a million, like pick up my phone, which literally happens to me every single day like that. Those three options, like 100 percent can relate to that. And he was like, but now I'm clicking this plus, 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 and boom, like it actually kind of gives me a direction, steers me in a direction of where I should be going. It's interesting. Like it definitely seems like it can actually help combat writers block for real. Yeah. And I think that's why it's both going to be a blessing and a curse because Mm -hmm. it's capable of providing real value. It's also capable of doing some things that we're just not used to as a society (laughs) like right uh, you know these tools are already a challenge for artists you know you're seeing companies like getty images having to make decisions around how to verify uh ai generated art how to sell it who's who actually created this stuff and you know when it comes to writing specifically i think our colleague ethan had an interesting tweet basically saying and this is a quote people are underestimating how fast humans are going to tune out generative AI. Once Mm. you suspect an AI is involved in something, poof, no magic. So he's saying there's no interest once, you know, I think he's a real point. There's no interest if like, let's say you and I are probably not going to read a newsletter if we know the the writer just (laughs) had an AI spit the whole thing out. Totally. But maybe that's not true for everyone. And I think at the rate at which things are innovating, we're just not sure how these tools will fit into our lives, how people will use them yeah, and how people will judge them too. That's a really good point too. I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays with algorithms, like SEO algorithms and stuff like that. A hundred, you know, like this could replace easily a lot of these SEO driven <laughs> websites for cooking and recipes. Right. And you can tell the AI to write 5,000 words about uh, spaghetti bolognese oh. and and that will you know that will save you a lot of time totally no that's so true and that is the most frustrating experience on the internet I swear <laughs> and bada bing bada boom that's gonna do it for us today thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show we're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litters. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you are not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. Have a marvelous Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>